Hey, yo, it's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to Max Wrestling, episode 407. This is your captain speaking, along with El Jefe, Moses Marquez, on what is the final regular episode of 2022. Uh, we end the year with the Maxis Awards, of course, on New Year's Eve, but what a year it's been. I heard that. Coming up tonight, we are predicting Wrestle Kingdom. We have to do some digging, but we're predicting Wrestle Kingdom. We're reviewing last night's AEW's New Year's Smash. And Travis, the Walker Anderson, my boy, has been promised an update on his title defense at Podcast Promo Rumble 8 against the man they call the Phoenix. But before we begin, remember to like and sub on YouTube at youtube.com slash maxwrestling and follow us on social media at UK and the new website address because fuck paying $120 a year to keep a domain that you already paid for is maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Bastards. Now let's jump into our headline this week. I'm going to be honest, I'm probably just going to follow Moses' lead because he knows New Japan better than I do. Uh, we are predicting Wrestle Kingdom. Now... Uh, it is apparently still two nights, but we don't have anything booked for night two. Only thing we're seeing for night two is apparently a collaboration show with uh, them and Pro Wrestling Noah. Yeah, so, so we're expecting a bunch of surprises on night two. Yeah, um, something like that. What, what we just read was originally it was supposed to return to just the one night format after, mm. what, three years of two nights? Um, yeah, that sounds right. And then they announced that there will be a second night. We just don't know what's going to happen on it. Uh, there is also uh, a heavy tribute to Antonio Inoki for this show because, of course, he passed away this past October. Yes. Um, of course, the founder of New Japan, for those that don't know. Now, let's jump into this. Oh, that sounds familiar. We've got an exhibition match. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Okay, um, first off, I'm, we're not even going to bother... Let's just keep it. This is what this is. Is um, they? As far as I know, it's gonna be on like the pre-show. I'm not gonna butcher their names. I'm not gonna even bother butchering their names. What it is is basically New Japan has a uh, a strand a standing tradition for going after nationally ranked wrestlers or world champion wrestlers in Japan. And if you're a world champion or nationally ranked. They're going to go after you, and that's exactly what these two dudes are. I'm forgetting, um, I want to say Uleg is, I want to say he's a world, not a world champion, but I want to say he competed in the, he's an Olympian, I want to say. All I know for sure is these guys have an extensive, extensive amateur background. Extensive. Which is, again, uh, you have to think about it in all reality. Like, um, if you look at even the current, New Japan stars. And I'm talking from Japan. Okada was a was an amateur wrestling guy. You know what I mean? Hiroshi Tanahashi, believe it or not, was a great amateur wrestling guy. You know, Shibata, if it's not obvious, is all holy fuck. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, from what I can see, Oleg is built like a brick shithouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I guess we'll just skip the pre-show matches because we got that <laughs> one. And then the other one is just participants TBA. So, we can't really predict it. Yeah, it's just for it's for the uh, the New Japan Rambo. What it is is they crown it's it's uh, a title that Okada debuted two years ago called the King of Pro Wrestling. It used to be this dumb trophy. Now they have since changed it into an actual belt. So they're gonna they're trying to give it a little bit of actual you know acknowledgement. Mm. 
right. All right. Yes. Um, so on to the main show. Like we said, there is a heavy tribute to uh, Inoki on this show, and they're seemingly kicking it off with an, an Antonio Inoki Memorial six-man tag. We got Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, and Togi Makabe versus Tatsumi Fujinami, Minoru Suzuki, and Tiger Mask. The old motherfuckers. The, the old, old motherfuckers. That's what this is. This is the old head <laughs> match. Because it, it, that's what it, it's just what it is. It's the old cats. Yeah. I mean, you got fucking, you got Fujinami for crying out loud. Who's the, uh, how old is Fujinami again? I'm looking this shit up. How old is he your old? He looks 69. older than y'all. Look at it. He looks 75. I'm just going to say it. He looks 75. <laughs> um, good God, old man. And he's out here wrestling. You know what I mean? So it's old head. It, it is an absolute tribute to Inoki. Please do not kill yourselves, you old, you old geezers. Don't do it. Um, so I'm guessing Suzuki's team is the heel team. I don't even think they're heel teams. I think they're just like, again, it's just old heads. I de- I mean, because in all reality, what's going on with Suzuki right now is, um, Suzuki Gung is, is, dis- is disparring mm. is, oh, yeah. they're falling. They're going, they're going their separate ways because the reality is, is it looks like, um, it looks like. Suzuki's probably going to be retiring. Yeah. So, which is great. You know what I mean? It's fine. It's, you know, the guy's, the guy was killing it in his, in his, you know, mid 50s. He is more than deserving a great retirement at this point, you know? So I think this is just, you know, the old, the, the, was it <clears throat> the new Japan of old? That's, that's the term that I should be using, not calling them the old heads. The new Japan of old representing the guy who built new Japan. Yeah. Um, uh, for some reason, I just see Suzuki taking the pin. So, I mean, I'm just gonna go for Nagata, Kojima, and Mikawa. I don't want to. I don't want to disagree with you, but I mean, you know what? I am gonna disagree with you. I think they're gonna let him pin somebody on the way out, and the reason is is because it's just I. It's it, we're talking about Fujinami here, okay? That old motherfucker. You really want to keep putting this old fucker in matches where he loses? I mean. For that reason alone, I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna be the opposite of you. I like it, you know. If he's, I mean, it's the old school wrestler way. On your way out, you're gonna put somebody over. Yeah, I'm think I'm thinking they're gonna be honorable, honorable. I could, I'm gonna start butchering shit. All right. Well, there you go. We disagree right off the bat. All right. Um. Next up, uh, junior heavyweight tag team titles catch two out of two two. Two two whatever the fuck it is. I TJP don't even know. T- two slash two. There you go. Which to me is full. There you go. Right. Um, TJP and Francesco Akira defending against Gideon. Oh, with Gideon Gray defending against Leo. Leo Rush and Yo. Yeah. So um, you know I, what? I, I, I'm gonna go. Bat, with, I, I'm gonna go Leo. I was going to say, I was like, you're going to do it because I want to do it too. I want to see this guy fucking hang out in a promotion. Okay. And at the same time, um, Wrestle Kingdom is known for title changes. Yeah. So uh, for for that reason alone, I'm going to say, fuck it. Let's go. What they call this motherfucker? Leo? Leo? Leo, literally, it's Leo. Motherfucker. Okay. Uh, about um, lazy names, boy. <laughs> lazy I'm going to need. I'm gonna need Joe Pesci to be out there introducing him, and like he did yes. in Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, it's Ladeo. It's Ladeo. It's Leo, you fuck. I find this is fantastic. <laughs> um, 
Now, do we see Sasha Banks appear in, well, Mercedes Renato in this next match? Kyrie defending the IWGP women's title against Tam Nakano. First time we've seen the women's title, of course, in, in uh, Wrestle Kingdom. First time we've seen women uh, a part of the New Japan spread in, in yeah. a hot minute, hot minute. So, um, I mean, you bring up Sasha, you bring up Mercedes, if you will. Um, that's that's what kills me about night two. You know what I mean? I would rather it be uh, show up after the match because yeah. in Japan we're v- they're very very traditional, and it's, it's something that uh, it to it sticks with me. And and that's I, I'm and I'm gonna say it like that. It sticks with me. It it should be traditional. It should remain traditional because. Again, this is the first time in a minute these ladies have been here. And these ain't just some, you know, these just ain't some bums off the street. We're talking about Kyrie and, and, and Tom Nakano. These are two, if not, no, they are. It's They're one and two. I'm not even going to try to play around it. There's no, I love Sasha. I, I love Sasha or, again, Mercedes, whatever the fuck you want to call her. I love the ladies from the E. I love the ladies from AEW. I do. But we got to be for real with ourselves. These are two different kind of cats. In a literal sense, Kyrie was able to leave or got fired or whatever the fuck was able to leave WWE has fucking caught the world on storm. You know, re went to Japan, regained her momentum, if you will, and then allowed them to or I guess fucking uh, I guess Gato in this instance decided it's about fucking time. You know what I mean? For yeah, for this to go down and. I think that's just the best move about it. You know what I mean? I do. I like. I. I love. I. I love Nakano. I do. I do. I do. But like again, they they love unbeatable runs in Japan, and that's what Kyrie's doing. I say you keep it on her, and then fucking what is it? Two weeks later, whatever the fuck night two is, her and Mercedes. I got to get used to saying that. I'm not going to get used to saying that. Sasha, Mercedes. Um, yeah, uh, Kyrie also not only left WWE to go back to Japan, she left WWE on good terms, which doesn't happen very often. No, no, it doesn't. They, they gave her a nice, well, I say they gave her a nice send off. I think she had an injury angle. Yeah. Um, But she, she is highly respected. So I think, first of all, sure. she was the ideal pick to be the first IWGP women's champion. Oh, fuck um, yeah. And obviously she's got history with Mercedes. Yeah, it does it does feel weird saying that. Right? Mercedes. Cause I really I really kinda wanna just immediately follow it up with Martinez and it's like, no, wrong one. <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> Maybe she should just legally change her name. Get the copyright from WWE and legally change her name because it just yeah. doesn't feel right calling you Mercedes. Uh, yeah, something. You look like a Sasha. You well, act yeah, like a after Sasha. so many fucking years. <laughs> Um, all right, that's two for two for Kyrie. Um, oh, damn. FTR defending the tag team titles against Goto and Yoshihashi. Now, they've already lost the Ring of Honor tag team titles mm-hmm. after holding every fucking tag team title on the planet. We'll get into the to the story wrapped into this, but last night they lost the AAA titles. Right. Um. Here's my thing, and I'm going to say it, and I'm going to sound like an asshole, but fucking Yoshihashi and Goto, Yoshihashi and Goto, you couldn't give me nobody else. You couldn't, 
You can't give me nobody else. I mean, it's the most underwhelming fucking team that they, they could give them. But again, it's they won the World Tag League. Yeah. This is what happens. It's a team on a momentum. And let's keep it funky. FTR is they're 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 battling their own stuff right now. Let's keep that funky. We can go into a whole ramble about what FTR is going on. Maybe we will later on, but it's like right, it's I just I see them with no more gold and focus directly on the AEW tag titles, which I don't hate. I don't hate, but I just I I, I love the drip. I love the drip. You know what I mean? When you are carrying, when you're the, and I, and I'm going to use this as a reference and this will forever be the reference from, from now on. Anytime that carries out multiple titles, it should be when you Ultimo dragon, the, the world tag titles, you know what I'm saying? From everybody that just makes you look like the shit. It makes you look like the shit. And, and when it, and when then you like you lose them all just to focus on one, I just I feel like it's like lackluster. But I mean, then again, then again, I'm hearing reports that Dax is hurt to the point where like uh, he might even have like a broken tailbone. Oh, yeah. And so because of that, and with every fiber of my being saying it's fucking Goto and Yoshihashi, I have to go with Goto and Yoshihashi. <laughs> I'm really undecided. Like I would, I would have thought it would be like, like you said, a, a, a more not deserving but better. I don't know, a different tag team <laughs> to take the titles off of FTR. But you um, see what I mean? It's it's like yeah. we, it, like no disrespect, it's, but it's yeah, it's not like that. It's not like that, but it's but it's like that. Maybe this is just wishful thinking. Maybe are I, we mean? There's there's a little piece in my brain right here is going FTR retain and then they're gonna be like winner take all for the AEW titles, but does it make more sense for them to lose everything and then gain the AEW tag titles? I mean, there they are. They, there is gonna be a lot of AEW talent on night two. From mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. all from what we're reading, because again. Nothing is booked. I, right. I, nothing. Nada. So maybe they retain and then they have another match on night two to a, a, a different tag team. <laughs> that's, that's the nice word we're using. The wishful thinking. The wishful thinking. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um... The fact that nothing is booked for night two is really throwing us. It really is because it's like that... that I don't want to say leads you, but it makes you, you know, okay, cool. Well, you know, is there going to be a follow-up tag match or is this just what it is? You know, is there going to be, but again, we don't know shit. No. Um, yeah, no, I have, I got it. I got to stick with Goto and Yoshihashi just, just for the sheer fact that we don't know shit. All right. I, again, that's it. Blind, the blind for the first time ever. It feels like, um, I think I'm just gonna go with my my gut this time and go FTR. Please, please let me be wrong on that one. <laughs> like, come on, bud. Um, so it only feels like a couple of years ago we had the first ever US title, but now we've got the uh, first ever television title. When was that? Now you got me curious as a motherfucker. Well, 
it, it was. I want to def- say 2018. That sounds about right because obviously Kenny was still there. 17 May of 2017. Man, okay, close enough. But yep, now we got the television. Oh man, Zack Saber Jr. Ren Narita. Oh my lord. Oh, we don't know what the title looks like yet. Have you seen it? No. Check Is, it out. Have we it seen the it? title? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's pictures of it. Should be uh, it's not gonna be on their Wikipedia though. You're gonna have to Oh yeah, I've seen that shit before. Like boxy is all hell. Yeah, it's just a big ass signet ring. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right. But uh but it is what it is. I mean, and I had talked about this tournament from the jump, and I said it has to go to a young guy. And I was like, finally, give Dave, you know, give David Finley a singles title. Give David Finley a singles title. He ended up losing, uh, which is disappointing. But Ren Narita is again a young cat. Uh, I don't really feel the need to have Zack Saber Jr. win that thing. So I'm going to go win Narita. Just you know, Zach, come on, Zach, put him motherfucker over. Uh, I doubt it. I mean, right? Like, I know you know more, but uh, Zack Sabre Jr. comes across as not egotistical, but sure of himself. He's a dickhead. Okay, there we go. <laughs> he's different. He's like, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, fine, you said it, not me. Um, I mean, he's, he's 35, and Narita is 25. I wouldn't say Zack Sabre Junior is old or young, really. He's kind of in the middle. But for your first ever TV champion, you kind of want somebody recognizable. And well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before you get old bananas, let me let me inform you one time of what exactly the television title is. All right. So the television title is basically um, what's the term? What was it? Uh, 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 there's uh, there there shortened matches. So it's meant to be high speed matches. They're fifth. It's either fifteen or twenty minute matches, and it, the idea is meant to be around a high flying esque style. But then again, then again, what was the cruiserweight division, and who who the fuck was Dean Malenko? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I mean, if you if you want to play that fucking card, <laughs> Zack Saber Jr. is the next best motherfucking thing. Hell, Jamie Noble wasn't really a high flyer. I mean, uh, I just figured I'd give that out to you. You know, these are meant to be short ass matches. Da 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 da. But then again, yeah. that also gives a good enough reason for Zach to win. He'll stretch you for fucking three and a half minutes, and you're done. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm just gonna go with my gut. I'm. I'll stick with Zach. Love it. Now the next one is very interesting because one of them is signed to WWE. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, the last time we thought this son of a bitch was going to lose, they're like, no, we're going to purchase the Wrestle Kingdom. Okay, I guess. All so, this time we've been like, this fucker's playing New Japan. But then again, then again, I didn't. I, I was hoping he would lose to Hikaleo, but we're talking about Tomatunga now. So yeah. now this makes way more sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he, surely Carl Anderson's not going to retain if he's signed to WWE because that's just going to cause all kind of problems. Like, look how difficult it was to book him to defend the freaking title. Right. It was a pain in the ass because of conflict and all that nonsense. So it's, it's got to be a drop and then he's out. Um, and Tamatanga, get that man a singles title. Right. Exactly. 
Get that man a singles title. Um, for those that don't know, obviously we should have said it's for the open weight championship. That's right. Never, Never open weight. weight. That fun piece of crap belt, but everybody loves it. Honestly, I like the Never Open Weight title more than I like the new TV title. Well, that's for sure. You know what? The Open Weight title looks very much to the WWE version of the Cruiserweight title, the the original Cruiserweight title. Just bigger, right? Yeah, it's the same shape. <laughs> I did not think of that. But no, no, you're that you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It just looks a little bigger. Two for two for Tama. Absolutely. Uh, match number nine. This will be Muto's last New Japan match. Uh, Keiji Muto, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Shota Umino. Umino. Mm-hmm. Uh, more old fuckers. Except for Shooter. Except for Shota, yeah. Uh, versus Los Ingonobles de Japón. Good job. Ooh. Naito Sonata Bushi. Yeah, that's a hell of a team. Yeah, but fuck, we're talking about goddamn uh, fucking goddamn Muda, uh, fucking Muda. You really gonna tell me that fucking Muda's gonna lose? I mean, he's old school. Last match. Uh, but then again, he's got Cena Hashi on his team. I was gonna say he got Cena Hashi, and he's got. <laughs> Uh, well, no, goddamn, not sure what I'm say. It's Rain Narita that I think is going to be the carbon copy of 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 uh, Tanahashi. Anyway, Shooter is 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 a different. Is a, well, you know what? I don't know. They kind of look the same. I don't know, but it. I, I'm with you. You know, you got you got Tanahashi on your team. It's your last match in New Japan, and then on top of that, you're going to turn around and go face. Uh, what was it uh, Nakamura at a at the Pro Wrestling Noah show? And it, I mean, what the, it's goddamn six man. Who cares if fucking if if goddamn Naito and them lose, right? It's a six man. That is a solid team, though. I get that. I and but maybe if it was like Sonata and no, Sonata Bushi would probably be the better bet there. Uh, I mean, I'm with you. But again, I'm very, I'm very much like, let the old man win on the way out. Not Sanahashi, motherfucker. <laughs> not, not him. Either, either Shooter, or goddamn, or, or or Muda. That's it. Those are the only two cats that can get a dub. Not fucking Sanahashi. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with you this time. Let let the old guy win. Right, let's go. Uh, now we have a a four way for the junior heavyweight title. Taiji oh. Ishimori oh. defending. Oh my god, defending against El Desperado, Hiromu Takahashi, and Master Wado. Wado, Wado. I just fuck. I gotta clean myself up later. But um, whoo, shit. This is gonna be. See, here's the thing. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Wado, and he's not, he has garnered no attention. Zero, zip, nada, no attention. But he's gotten better, which I, and I hate saying it like that. But, he, but he's gotten better. And and when you work and and Desperado has turned it the fuck on as of late. He was recently uh, IWGP Junior Champ until he lost it to fucking Ishimori, you know. And then we already know how good fucking Hiromu Takahashi is. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. come on now. So I'm this is like a super hard one. It really is. Um I really want to be a dickhead and just give it to Watto. I do. I really do. I want to I want to make the fucking the junior division upside down on its noggin. Flip it up and crown a new buddy, a new guy, and try to make him somebody. You know what I mean? Like I said, he's garnered no attention, but you like him enough to put him in this fucking main event with the third, you know, the, probably the third match on the third uh, from the from the final. You know what I'm saying? I just, but at the same time, you talk about Takahashi, you talk about Taiji Ishimori, who is a fucking undeniable champ. It's just, it's um, this is a difficult one. Yeah. Uh, but I like new, I like fresh. Ishimori's been champion for a good while, 200-plus days. Jesus Christ. Um, so I definitely see a title change. Uh, fuck it, I'm going to go El Desperado. Fuck it, then let's go with Wado. Okay, all right. <laughs> About to say. I just, I'm with you. It's like, they, they like to do long reigns, but maybe not like super crazy long reigns. And I think their fucking junior division is so goddamn hot that you gotta you gotta kind of keep it moving. Or I don't want to say you have to keep it moving around, moving around, but you know, guys need to stay in contention. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, for an AEW invasion, we got Will Ospreay defending the U.S. title against Kenny Backout Omega. Just win it, please. Just let him win it. Just let him win it. Just let him win it. Just just let him win it. Gato. Just let him win it. I'm saying, I'm just, come on now. Come on now. You, you've you got the man. They can cheer in, in Japan now. Do you understand me? They can cheer in Japan now. Are you do, do you really think that they're not going to pop for this guy? Do you really think they're not going to pop for this guy? And then, because I'm a dickhead, and then you can have him and, and, and Jay White title for title. Or, because, again, dickhead, you can have what everybody really wants in him and Okada again, title for title. Let Okada be a, the U.S. and the and the fucking uh, you know, IWGP champ. Let him be both titles, and then you know he ends up fucking relinquishing that one. You hold the tournament. There you go. I'm booking for you. Get all again checks, baby. I'll take all the checks. But then again, we're talking fucking Will Ospreay here. You know I mean, he's he, he was, and I and I have to say it like this: he was the leftover Kenny Omega when Kenny left. Mm. And I just the the crowning of an outsider doesn't sound like the best idea, but but then again, I I got the motherfucking thing right here, so I'm a little biased. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so before I give it, I gotta hear your side before I just because <clears throat> I'm biased right now. I mean, we just mentioned Kenny was the first ever U.S. champion, um, 2017. And it, it that just seems the whole thing on the map, man. It seems too random for this not to mean something. Right. Like there's been right. no suggestions at all. Kenny's going to go for the U.S. title in Japan. He's just all of a sudden, hey, Kenny's facing Will Ospreay for the U.S. title. Wait, what? Boom, boom, boom. Surprise. Um, and also Kenny is. One of the very, very few that's not in the multiple time club for the U.S. title. We've only got Marks, fucking light, um, Juice Robinson, uh, Tanahashi, hey, and Lance right. Archer. 
Okay, they gave the guy multiple shit. Come on now. You want you want to say Kenny Omega's only won a title once? I mean, yeah, we forgot about the Impact World Title. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm it, that's. Osprey's I, also been champion for a while. Two hundred days tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I. Oh man. Okay, before before I uh, give a straight answer for this one, you're saying Okada for the main. I'm saying Okada for the main because I feel because if I'm not mistaken, Jay White no longer works for New Japan. So we're we gonna get two big title changes. Again, we don't know what they're gonna do on night two. Yes, you fuckers. <laughs> Um, Motherfuckers. Fuck it. Let, let, fuck it. Let's say Kenny by God Omega. Let's go. Two Again, for two yes. on Kenny. Set, set me. Yeah. Okay. I'm already with it then. Set me up for Okada Omega 2. Or what? Well, not fucking two. What the fuck am I talking about? Was it, five, was it four? Five? Four? Uh, four? Five? Would it be I five? Think, I think they've had four matches. I think it would be five. So, main event, we're saying Okada. I'm saying Okada. Because, again, if I'm not mistaken, Jay White doesn't have a contract. Right. But, again, I might be wrong on that. I might be confusing him with somebody else. So, I mean, I'm about to look that shit up right now. Uh, Why is that, like, all-the-time search? Oh, back in April. Okay, hold on. Now, has Okada won the Climax the most times? Yeah, I think he just, I want to say he tied Tanahashi. But I'm not, I don't know if he fully did. Uh, let me see if I can find out. Okay, list of winners. Total one, okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Well, technically, uh, it's a climax. It's not the IWGP League. Uh, Anoki obviously won 10 fucking times. <laughs> well, I mean, god damn, Anoki out here just... I'm winning. <laughs> okay, you got it, bud. You got it. Um. Oh. Apparently, Okada's only won it three times. What? For real? No, with four don't... times. I don't sound Okada-like. Yeah, right? Let's get this fucking straight. There's no is four it, times, okay. yeah. Chono's won it five times. Tanahashi three. Oh no. Okay, so okay, the contract thing I was close to right. It ends in January. But doesn't say when in January. Just oh, January of twenty twenty four. Oh, okay, so he's got another year left. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me scroll down. <laughs> oh, never mind. He's um, hanging out. <laughs> but just because he's hanging out doesn't mean you can't drop the title. Right, and it's Wrestle Kingdom. It's the world title. Okada's always a safe bet. Okay, yeah. And again, they can cheer. I hate to say it like that, but I'm going to say it like that. It, that's the thing. It's, it's... <sighs> Come on now. You want it, it, this is the first time you can cheer. I think you would want pops. You know what I mean? You would want yeah. pops. Even, and let's keep it funky. Even if fucking Kenny hangs out and loses that fucking title on the fucking uh, new, uh, on the New Year's Dash show, 
That next fucking that next show they have, he shows up and just gets beat up by some dickhead and loses the belt. Like what the hell? That'd be hilarious. But I mean, it was you know, it's you want the pop for the night. You got what fifty something thousand in the building. Make it happen. Make it happen, Captain. All right, that is Russell Kingdom Night One, and you will be just as surprised as we are for Night Two. Fucking a right. Um, hell, I mean, we may even see the surprises as they happen because we'll be recording at the time for Night Two, or, or no, just after Night Two. It starts right. at like eight a.m. my time, so yeah. Um, all right. The, oh, before yeah, we I'm continue, live watching it. What you mean? Well, there you go. You'll definitely be up in time for the episode. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> All right. Before we continue with what's happened this week, let's go back a little further with This Week in Wrestling History. Um, Not as much as last week. Um. Not a lot happens at the end of December in history, but I'll be honest, most of this is WCW. Yeah. Um, but first and foremost, December 26, 2020, we remember the tragic passing of Brody Lee. Um, this just capped off a year from hell for everybody. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and Brody, of course, still sorely missed by everybody. His his presence will forever be felt in AEW. Mm. Um. Now on to the history. December 26, 1983. Iron Sheik became the final WWE champion under the NWA, defeating Bob Backlund at MSG. This was the reign which would later be ended by Hulk Hogan, giving birth to Hulkamania. Fucking Hulkster. <laughs> um, and I think this is also what the the Welsh football fan was referencing when we lost to Iran, when he said... It's Iran's biggest victory since uh, Iron Sheik beat Bob Backlund for the title of WrestleMania. That guy was awesome. <laughs> it wasn't a WrestleMania, but it did happen. <clears throat> got most of its history right. Yeah, you got most of it right. And it was Iran's biggest victory. Hey. Um, December 27th, three years in a row on the same day at Starcade, the WCW US title changed hands. In 1993, Steve Austin defeated Dusty Rhodes in a two out of Dustin Rhodes in a two out of three falls match. In 1994, Vader defeated Jim Duggan, and in 1995, in the main event, One Man Gang defeated Kensuke Sasaki. Why? Why was that the main event? <laughs> because Why? right before this match, Ric Flair defeated Randy Savage for the WCW World Title. Oh, probably because like, <laughs> Sasaki's like, I am the main event. Okay, motherfucker, yeah, well, you, you put you but, on the main event. But you're going to lose to the one-man gang? <laughs> to the one-man gang? like At Starcade. Who was booking in 95 for WCW? Because that's just garbage. Uh, don't say Dusty. WCW Booker, 1995. God, please don't be Dustin. Uh, don't be Dusty. Don't be Dusty. Uh, oh, Flair. Rick Flair. Well, so head. you fucking ruined this. <laughs> Never mind. I give up. I give wow. up. Oh, shit. I mean, that. there you go. That that kind of explains it. Fuck. Oh, wait a minute. Ric Flair for the first half of 95. Kevin Sullivan for the second half of 95. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
I was about to I was about to start to there's come down and this no, I'm just kidding. I'm not taking any of this shit down. But that makes perfect fucking sense, of course, because Kevin Sullivan didn't know jackass shit about Japanese legends. He's a fucking idiot. Sullivan, like, okay, you're not the booker anymore, so you're playing second fiddle to the US title. Oh my god. I was about to oh my heart couldn't take it. Like my heart couldn't take it. Um also on December 27th, also at Starcade in 1998, Goldberg's famous streak came to a shocking end as he was defeated by Kevin Nash for the WCW World Title after being tased by Scott Hall. You bastard. <laughs> yes, the pun was completely intentional. Uh, no shit. <laughs> um... I don't think I've ever actually seen this match. I've just seen like images of Scott Hall leaning over and tasing Goldberg. Um, God, I'm really trying to go down the Rolodex. Because you're right. I'm with you. Like, I know I've seen it, but I see the fucking highlight more. And that's the problem. Mm. I mean, but, um, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that was the end of Goldberg's streak. Kevin Nash at Starcade. And more Starcade now for the final piece of history, December 28th, 1997. Uh, one of the most underwhelming payoffs to an amazing buildup as Sting mm-hmm. defeated Holly- Sting defeated Hollywood Hogan for the WCW World Title. Hogan initially retained with a fast count from Nick Patrick. That's the son of a bitch. Bastard. But the match was restarted by Bret Hart, appointing himself the referee, because you could do that. Um... <laughs> Due to a shady finish, Sting was later stripped of the title before a rematch took place in which Sting won again. WCW was kind of like the Wild West back then. Yeah, and the build-up really was incredible for this match. Of course, the the dawn of the uh, the Crow Sting that we know and love. Fucking two years, man. Two years of a build. Ridiculous. Now, let's have a little bit of fun and let's see if you can get there before we do. It's time to guess the rest. I wonder who this could possibly be? Guess the wrestler. He's the bestler. Better than all the wrestler. All right, let's go. Let's start with New Japan. Okay. Um, International Grand Prix 1985. MSG League 1982, MSG Tag League in 81. Okay. Um, NWA, well, in the uh, the NWA branch offs as they are. Ah, um, gotcha. <laughs> NWA Hollywood Wrestling, LA Battle Royal, 1975-1980 winner. Uh, 1977 winner of the Cow Palace Battle Royal in NWA San Francisco. Um, NWA Tri-State U.S. Tag Team Champion one time with Dusty Rhodes. Uh, let's go with Su- uh, Sasaki. No. no. Uh, Who's teaming with Dusty in the goddamn 70s? What a Travel fuck? in Japan. Um, Stan Hansen. No. Um, World Championship Wrestling, WCW Australia. What the fuck? Uh, NWA Austra Asian Tag Team Championships. Once with Ron Miller. 
<laughs> also known as Larry Davis or Larry O'Dea. All three of those know. names sound familiar, and, and I'm still drawing a blank to the face. <laughs> well, let's see what else we got. Stampede Wrestling Hall of Fame inductee in 95. Um, also in New Japan, he was inducted in the Greatest 18 Club. Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2002. Stampede. Stampede uh, from, from Canada? It's not. Bret Hart didn't do nothing in Japan. Um, Dynamite Kid? No. Um, let's take a look at PWIs. Most popular wrestler of the year in 77 and 82. Uh, match of the year in 81 and 88 Also most hated wrestler in 88 88 Who the fuck is that hated in 88 But did good shit all the way I mean pretty high up in 2003 Ranked number 3 of the top 500 singles wrestlers For PWI years Fujinami Nope. <clears throat> it's a um, tag guy. Who the fuck is it? We go from that to Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards. Feud of the Year in 1981 with Killer Khan. Um, I'm surprised at all of these awards, actually. All of these are worst. So, Most Embarrassing Wrestler, 1989. Worst Feud of the Year in 84 with Big John Studd and 89 with Ultimate Warrior. Um, worst worked match in 87 and 89 um, Worst tag team in 1990 and 91 And worst wrestler in 89, 91 and 92 And that's shocking when you find out who it is Hogan? No, but you're in the right era <clears throat> oh, goddamn. So WWE wow. championships uh, Tag team once and World Heavyweight once. Oh, I want to say Bob Backlund, but Bob Backlund was more than once, right? Uh, yeah, I think he won it twice. Okay. Um, is it the Sheiky? Not Sheiky. Not the Sheiky. Uh, one Slammy Award for the Bobby DeBrain Heenan Scholarship Award in 1987. Sergeant Slaughter? No. What the fuck? Um, so lost. This might narrow it down. Inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 1993. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> that just fucking narrows it all the way down. Um, it can't be Antonio Noki. No. Um. If I can narrow it down even more, he was the only inductee in 93. Okay. Um, got nothing. Uh, Man, stump me. Damn, what else we got? Um, Man, all right. Stump the shiz out of me. I'm going to have to move away from the championships because we've pretty much run out of them. I believe it. Uh, Oh, he did win the NWA Florida Tag Team titles with Dusty Rhodes, too. Shit. Uh, um, 
so the hall of fame in 93 the observer awards the the two worst worked matches 89 was against ultimate warrior 87 was against hogan one man game no fuck it's um who do you win in tag team haku man we talk wait hold on wait hold on wait whoa 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 Say that one more time. What did you just tell me? Uh, won the WWE tag team titles once with Haku. Barbarian. How? No. Who else won it? Oh, with King, was it King Haku, you mean? When he won it with King Haku? Not fucking... Um, God damn it. Uh, yeah, with any Islanders. Uh, I'm... Ever heard of the fucking show Stump the Swab? I'm fucking stumped, boy. All right, let's see what else I can give you. Um, made his WWE debut in 1984 until 91. 84 to 91. He's the worst gimmick, but he's a tag guy. You want random motherfuckers. He, okay, he, if, who in the fuck won with Dusty? That's the question I should be asking myself. Who won anything with Dusty? I got nothing, bro. You don't have to just tell me now. Or at that um, point, right. I'm if they, if the people don't got it. I mean, they got Google and shit. Then I don't know what to tell you. Um, couple of last clues. Uh, he was French. He passed away in 1993. You don't tell me, Andre the goddamn giant. It's Andre the goddamn giant. How in the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, I yeah, yeah. Meltzer, you were mean to Andre. Hey, Meltzer's. Hey, people don't think Meltzer don't. You know, hold motherfuckers accountable, even on the other side, and he do. Okay, now he he, but but let's keep it honest here. You, you gonna tell me you seen any Andre match that was entertaining? Any? Any? I mean, aside from the obvious WrestleMania three, that wasn't entertaining. It was legendary. It just was it wasn't entertaining. <laughs> Shit. But yeah. Um. Wow. Okay. Just wow. Most hated wrestler in eighteen. I was, they took their I heels was seriously. I was stuck in Japan. Stuck, yeah, boy. The uh, the Japan accolades kind of threw it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you would have probably hit me with the other stuff from the E first, I probably would have maybe. But no, it's whatever. But damn, okay. Um, all right. Now, if, it is you, what it is. if you stuck around to the end of the show last week, which you should always do because you never know what's going to hit you at the end, mm-hmm. the shape left a message for the Walker promising an update on his title defense. So let's find out what all this is about.
you to find me after promo series and you wanted to wait all the way until the rumble fuck it you want to wait till then that's fine i would have chose last week this week next week any day any day because any day is a good day to whoop your fucking ass now phoenix i'm just gonna let you know i will be at the rumble but i won't be there alone and when I win the world championship, the MDO is going to show you what outlaw shit's really about. When we send you personally to Valhalla so you can rest in peace. Travis, as the booker for Max Wrestling, it's my duty to inform you that a contract has been drawn up regarding your World Championship title defense against the Phoenix at Podcast Promo Rumble 8. Um, you just need to sign it. And just to make sure everything is in order, I have arranged a very good lawyer that I know to draw up the contract. Um, I believe you know him. He's actually a partner in Dragon Club Sons and Sons. Um, but I will let him explain the contract for you. And just so you know, this contract is non-negotiable. Okay, so I have here in my hand the contract, the championship contract, already signed by the captain and signed by the Phoenix. The captain has to oversee everything, you know, he's the booker, he's got to sign it, you know. We're only waiting for you now to sign it, um, Walker. Let me tell you what's on this contract. There's going to be a championship match between Travis Walker-Anderson and the Phoenix for the World Max World Championship. However, after this match, there will be no more rematches between Travis Walker-Anderson and the Phoenix for the World Championship. Meaning, winner takes all. Phoenix wins, you don't get a rematch. You win... You don't have to defend against Phoenix again. That's it. Another note on here, very important, due to all the shenanigans that happened at the last championship um, championship match, including yourself, of course, because, you know, we've still got a bit of a bruise here from uh, Cypher, but we'll ignore that, we'll ignore that. Any interference on the side of the Phoenix... No, sorry, any interference on the side of the Walker will cost the Walker the championship and the new champion will be crowned. Therefore, if anybody gets involved on your side, that championship goes straight off your shoulder. This is a one-on-one. -on -one. 
You cheat, you lose. You win, you don't have to defend it against them again. Like I said, contract has already been signed by the Phoenix and by the captain. I've proofread it. I know what's on this contract. Now it's just down to you, pal. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. We're here every single Thursday uh, and Saturday this week. Don't forget mm -hmm. to like, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you may be joining us, and head to our website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Still come this week. Gig of the week. Wrestler of the week. Shit marks say. But first, let's see what else is going down this week. Um, so I think you feel this should have been the headliner, but Dragon Lee signed with WWE. I feel it should have been the headliner because there's a lot that goes along with it. And that's the only reason why I feel like it should be the thing. So, and I'm not, if, if this is going to make you turn off the thing now, I apologize. So you can skip like 10 seconds. I listened to Uncle Dave this morning. Okay, the four, four seconds. Um, and during his interviews, he normally gets all kinds of you know really good information. But at the same time, is willing to understand, uh, I guess, how the world works in, in a way. So last night at Triple Mania, um, FTR lost the uh, AAA tag team titles to Dralistico and to Dragon Lee. Now, for those who do not know who Dralistico is, if, if you remember uh, Sin Cara, this is Sin Cara revamped four different times over. The fucked up thing was, and this is I say it like that, him and Dragon Lee got a tryout from WWE. They didn't want Dralista to go back. I wonder why. Anyway, so Dragon Lee, um, who's most famously known for the guy who basically broke Huomu Takahashi's neck uh, with, uh, I want to say it was a dragon driver or whatever the move was, and um, had kind of just been on the downside ever since. He, uh, he got outed by uh, CMLL because he worked the Battle of Los Angeles, and because of that, he was only taking bookings wherever he can get them. I believe we saw him in Ring of Honor for a match. And because of that, he had, you know, he got an opportunity. He's going to sign. This is where the weird thing comes in. He's already, he, he is, this has been a deal that's been in place for a while. Um, Tony Khan knew that FTR was going to lose to a guy who was going out and the WWE name was going to get dropped. Like, oh, so all this was already known about and talked about and booked about, whatever. And then, uh, but again, the thing is, he just won the tag titles. Just won it. And I'm hearing the latest he's going to show up in NXT is like February. So they have like a month to lose the belts, which is weird as fuck. But uh, it is what it is. But yeah, he's on his way out. He'll be NXT with that six dollars $5,000 a year. I don't know how good his English is. That's my only issue. I don't know how good his English is. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the great thing with NXT is we've seen before with international talents, they just cut promos in their own language, and we had the subtitles. If you're fucking smart, yeah. And they've been um, smart, so let's keep it going. Like, I've already seen complaints that, oh, he's, he's going to get buried in NXT for two years and then do nothing. We have to. We need to stop that. We need to. And I'd say we because I've been a part of that as well. We, as the wrestling fan base... Need to stop being so fickle and need to be stop stop being so fucking negative. First off, I'm happy. Go get paid, Playboy. For real. That's what I'm most happy about. You know, I've met uh some of his family. You know what I mean? I I've cousins or at least people that brag that say that they're related to him. So I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, so I don't get my ass in trouble. But 
you know, the, it's it's hard to grind in Mexico. You know what I mean? It's 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 hard to grind on the indies out here. It's even harder to grind in the indies in Mexico. You know what I mean? Because you're literally getting paid with food. You're getting paid with oh here, take this chicken home. And I mean that for real. I've seen the shit happen. You know, and yes, you can make money, but you're not making sustainable money. So go get your bread. I don't think they're gonna bury him. You can't tell me you're gonna bury him. You know what I mean? Now, with all that being said, and this is why I wanted to spin it to this way, AAA allowed him to use the WWE name on their microphones. And now allowed him to announce that, you know, mm. uh, I'm going to be moving on from AAA and I will be heading to NX, to WWE is exactly what he said. They later on went and congratulated him on signing with NXT in a social media post. And I, we've said it before, when the old man's out, ideas sound a little better. And Triple H has loved Papa H or Uncle H, whatever the hell you want to call him. Um, has loved the idea of working with other companies. Yeah. And I know New Japan was one of them, and I know that they would love to do that. And maybe they will, because I don't know what Tony Khan's doing. I'm gonna be funky with you. The AEW guy from TikTok over here, I don't know what Tony Khan's doing. You know, we don't we uh, what relationships like i don't feel like there's relationships with anybody no more and because of that they're giving they're giving aew i'm not, sorry wwe and triple a an opportunity to work together and that could be huge that could be huge you know will it happen i don't know could it happen maybe you know for all we know we could randomly start seeing wwe people in during triple mania instead of triple a instead of aew guys you know what I mean? Maybe we see some Triple uh, A guys show up in NXT and do some shit. You know, we don't know. It could be cool. It's just it's you know how are we gonna get there? Um, and like he's using the name too, which is pretty big because that's the name he's used everywhere else. And now WWE is gonna own it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they'll change it. Uh, I'm at least I'm thinking they will because as of right now, yes, it's it's Dragon Lee has signed NXT Dragon Lee, and that's all the social media posts. And yes, NXT had one up this morning at like 12 o'clock, this 12, 1 o'clock this morning. So it's you know, they've been diligent again. I'm sure he'll get a name change, I'm sure he will. I mean, in Japan, he's known as Ryu Lee, he can't use Dragon Lee out there. So I know that name is owned by somebody, it's probably by AAA. And if they let him use it, then you're definitely getting a partnership. Definitely getting a partnership. Um, and obviously, Raw was just a highlight show this week, so there was nothing really happening from Raw. Um, Shocker. But what we also saw this week is Dominic uh, Mysterio getting arrested. <laughs> Fucker. Uh, and uh, just begging... Mommy to bail him out because he, he's yeah, not going to yeah. make it in jail. Fucking ain't right. You're not going to make it in jail. Fucking they act, they right. put that on a freaking t-shirt already too. Mm, mm, mm. Ah, man. So for AEW, obviously last night was uh new year smash. We, oh, uh, to be perfectly honest, I think it was a pretty slow episode. Like it, there wasn't a whole lot going on. It was just match to match. 
It was yeah, it was just good match, good match, good match. There was no stories to really be built on, to be talked about, to be told about. I mean, the the one that was the match. Uh, let me stop myself. The story that got talked about the whole the whole night was Wardlow. Yeah, what's gonna happen with Wardlow? Is he gonna be all right? Is he gonna do his thing? Is he gonna? I'm gonna get into that shit in a minute. Um, <laughs> but I mean, excellent open. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's. If you're one of the, I kind of hate to say it like that because it's not that's not the case, but it's like if you're really not into just the wrestling, this was not a show for you because that's mm-hmm. exactly all this was. This was a wrestling show because you had an a excellent opener from Brian and, and and Ethan Page. I mean, Ethan is is again, and that's what these guys are here for. That's what the Bryans are here for. The Moxes, you know, what Punk was when he was here is to help elevate young guys. And Ethan definitely needed. I mean, he got that push in the world title tournament. Now he got to put on a banger with with Brian, to the point where like you actually thought the guy could win. You yeah, know what I mean, it was one of those kind of pushes, which is great. And then you had Mox and Claudio in top flight, another great one. Um, you know, and then it just, just the list goes down. But it was like, no, it was no true stories, besides you know. Uh, fucking goddamn Samoa Joe piping the knee of Wardlow. Yeah, and even Brian and MJF was very quickly glossed over. Like MJF obviously up in the skybox, and they didn't spend too much time on it. That fucking guy. I was just like, I heard his music, and I was like, up oh, here it comes, here it comes. I'm up here, you jackass. And I was, oh, died. I'm the only hot girl in Colorado. MJF is the best. Yeah, he is who, the best. Who's actually a wrestler? Who is she really? Um, she I looked familiar. Shit. A post this morning. She looked familiar as all fucking hell. I I will be honest with that one. Uh, yeah, the only hot chick in Colorado. Is, uh, she is actually a wrestler. Her name is Daddy Doom. Okay, I'll take it. Um, yeah, she 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 ain't PG by the looks of things. That's okay. That's all right. Damn. Messing around, getting on tonight. <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't spend too much time on it, on that, that segment. Hey, it makes perfect sense. Um, we, we did see a continuation from last week with uh, Jungle Boy saving Hook. Um, well, last week Hook saved Jungle Boy, so Jungle Boy returned the favor this week after Hook defeated, insert jobber. Insert, um, yeah, I was just gonna say insert jobber here, just just to help him fight off Stokely's boys. I mean, Hook was pretty much managing by himself. I mean, he squared up to Big Bill. Still sounds stupid to say that. It, um, I'm never. I will never not get used to it. That's that's a no. Thank you. No, thank you. Very nearly t-boned him. When I say that, I mean a suplex. I mean, I was like, do it, do it. Do it, and he got him halfway up, and I was like, "Yeah!" yeah. And then he put him down. I'm like, "Oh!" I mean, he was gonna do it. He he could have done it. And literally, mm-hmm. the only reason he put him down was to get choke slammed. And even that didn't happen because in comes Jungle Boy with the classic two by four. The two by with the two by. I love how it's always a specific measurement of wood. A two by four. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's yeah, not hit him with some lumber. a wooden plank. I'll hit him with some lumber. <laughs> no, it's a two by four. How do you know? Because it's a two by four. Because it's the same one Jim Duggan ran around with forever. Yeah, all pieces of wood in wrestling are two by fours. Two by fours, except they're not. 
There must be a specific reason why it has to be two by four. Oh, yeah. Is it easier to swing or something? Because Jungle Boy was going to take Big Bill's, I want to say head off, but <laughs> I'd say chest off. Uh, I think it's two by four because that's pretty much what they line the ring with by two by fours. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, this yeah. is like a broke one. Here you go. Um, If Big Bill hadn't a ducked in time, if he hadn't timed that just right, he would have seriously taken that full swing. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. But that was what a timing. Like, time right. perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. It was it was either Taz or Tony that said, man, he swung for the fences, and he really did. Fuck yeah, he did. But, I mean, it's a, a way to, like, and I, oh, I'm never going to get used to saying this. Big Bill. Way to get Big Bills. Uh, fuck, that sounds so bad. Um, Whatever. You're getting attention on the son of a bitch. Good for you. I mean, is it's because it's against Hook. Sure, who gives a fuck? But it's I'm I'm it's let's go. You know, get him some attention. I doubt mm. Hook's gonna fucking lose, but no. And I I kind of like the pairing of uh, Hook and Jungle Boy. It, I it I like it a lot. I like it a lot. But it's can it go somewhere? That's my question. Can we go places? I hope so because pretty much everything else Hook's done has been impressive, but not gone anywhere. Mm, and that's my problem. Like Hookhausen, Hookhausen should have continued. Oh, I don't know why I didn't. It, that, that, uh, it was just like a they, one and done. Why? Like, well, no, because like, let's think about it like this. Because Hookhausen got so over. Let me give you an example of another team that started out of no. Well, not started out of nowhere, but gained shit ton of momentum and look where they went. The acclaimed. You had an over ass team of Hookhausen. If you could have given them a fucking. Half of the push you gave the acclaimed, they're bigger than they acclaimed. Maybe not to the point where you know you have a catchphrase of them scissoring. Maybe they can come up with a dumbass catchphrase. I don't know, but I just I I feel like that's that they could have been one of those uh, heartwarming teams, if you will. That I have to cheer for these guys. Yeah, and it has such a great build up too. If Dan Owls and he can't curse Hook, why? Why Gagas hooks the man. And he spent all that time, finally teams up with him, and then they just go to separate ways. Yep. Tony. Um, what the, the fuck, Tony? The, uh, the elite and death triangle tear up the arena um, in match six of seven. You ever seen that episode of South Park where like, the internet went down and, Stan, and, and Stan's dad yep. fucking... That was me last night. I was just, oh my god, this was just amazing. And how do you? My whole thing is, how in the fuck do you continuously top every goddamn match every fucking other week? Like son of a bitch, it's it it's. This one was easy at five. It it got Teddy screaming over the phone. It was an easy five star match. Um, I hate to be the guy that says I'm. I, I get to be there to see this ladder match, but I I can you top this? Can you mm. even in a ladder match? I mean, it's, if anybody can do it, those six can. And I God. absolutely believe that they will top it because everybody loves a ladder match. Yeah, but for some reason, everyone doesn't love the elite, which again, don't stop. And I'm going to say this to all you sons of bitches out there. I'm going to look directly at the camera like they do in pro wrestling. Stop letting other people tell you how to feel about motherfuckers. Okay. If you like them a little bit, it means you like that style. If you like them a lot of bit, it means you really like that style. 
because you like Cornette for whatever dumb reason doesn't mean you need to eventually now or now, you know, suck in his mannerisms. And every time you see Kenny Omega, he's twinkle toes. And every time you talk about the young bucks, they're the da 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 does. You know, people used to hate on those guys called the Rock and Roll Express. They used to hate on the guys called uh, what the fuck? Uh, the Rockers. You know what I mean? But then right. you got a you got a Marty Jannetty who people eventually loved. You got a Shawn Michaels. You know what I mean? So again, just fucking stop. I'm not saying that both of these guys are going to turn into you know generational singles talents or whatever. But they're an excellent team. They're an excellent team, and because they came out of nowhere, and because Uncle Dave, told, you know, was uh, I guess chalking them up, and that was the only person that you guys could hate at the time. It was, oh, we have to hate them because Uncle Dave likes them. And it's like, again, you're letting people choose your narrative. You see how we go there? Right. And as I keep saying, I I was a, a Young Bucks fan before Uncle Dave even know, knew who they were. Ta-da. Before a lot of you knew who they were, when back when they were Generation Me. I was just going to say, don't forget the Impact run or TNA run. Come on now. Ultimate Come X on. against MCMG. Absolute banger. Come on now. I mean, he, if you're telling me you liked him then, you were going to, if you liked him in fucking TNA, you love them in New Japan. Or you hated to love them. One I think the that's two. the thing. People hate to love them. Secretly, they everybody love, well, not everybody, but secretly, a lot of people love the oh, Bucks and they no. hate to admit that they do. Stop it. It's everybody. <laughs> it's everybody. Oh, they use too many super kicks. Come out of come out of the closet. Come just come on. It, accept it, baby. Accept it. Um, but I love the finish for this match where, um, Kenny got the win with a one winged angel in the crowd. Just but Matt tapped out only when he could see that Kenny had won, and he very oh, yeah, light, that... very lightly tapped the mat just to get out of the hold. Excellent, excellent, excellent ending. That's why it was like it's hard to top it now. It's going to be hard to top it. This was great. And I was like, God, I was screaming. Kenny broke his ass. Kenny broke his ass. Cause yeah. like the way he was like, ah, but I mean, again, fucking just. <sighs> but even pack had a great, even though he was wearing a face mask, um, he had a great expression on his face. Cause he's in the, he's still holding on to Matt and they're both I mean, looking over to where Kenny is and Matt just like, has he won yet? And Pac's just like, what the fuck are they cheering? Like, yeah, no, because like he's like he was confused, and then the bell rings, and you just hear you just see the disappointment. What the fuck happened? <laughs> what happened? Brilliant. Exactly. Fucking. Um, the the next match, I think, for me, went on a little too long. Um, yeah, we had TJAS defeat Ruby and Willow, and then of course it ends with a lot of chicanery. They had to get their shit in. Yeah, the chicanery is too much, man. Too much. Too much. Let these ladies just wrestle. What's so wrong with letting them wrestle? Yeah, and the the thing with TJ, TJAS, that's just a stupid fucking name, mm-hmm. is they both can be a little over the top sometimes, especially <laughs> don't say. J- Anna J. Yeah, that's good. You don't say. Hi. But I, I actually thought that the headbutt, the headbutt, 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 and then Ruby falls on top of um, Tay was going to be the finish. Yeah, we all but did. But now Tay gets a shoulder up. Yeah, and then that turned into a whole discussion of, so what's a kickout? That TSK conversation is going bananas. 
Um, uh, also a little tidbit to continue on the triple mania non-sensory, uh, Ty Conti, Tay Mello, whatever the fuck you want to call her was supposed to be in Japan or not in Japan. Oh my God. In Mexico. And, um, Tony Khan decided nah, this match needed to happen because I guess Willow had been sick and they really wanted to put Willow on dynamite. And mm. so he kind of made a power move because of that. Um, triple A's one of the I think it was Conan yeah Conan came back that's who it was Conan had finally come back he's lost a lot of weight glad to see him back yes he's still battling kidney issues um, but he came back and pretty much said that they have had all these dumbass demands and he said this in Spanish he said they had all these fucking demands and because of that we're shipping other titles and they, he got a little bit of a pop they're like yeah hey, fuck them <laughs> but then again you know in Mexico if they're there hey they're there that's your cheer bud yeah, uh, and then as we said, throughout the night, um, nobody knew what was happening with Wardlow because he got attacked by mm. Joe, but the main event was Joe versus Wardlow for the uh, TNT title. Wardlow eventually made it to the ring to face Joe, and it wasn't a squash. No. But um, Joe obviously worked on the leg, down goes Wardlow, and then he cuts the man's hair. Mm-hmm. No more man bun. Which normally I'd be happy with because I fucking hate man buns, but it's it's Wardlow. Yeah, he's gonna look so weird with just yeah buzz. He's gonna. Look, I mean, I don't know if he's gonna buzz. He might just like slick it back like I do or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's it's gonna look weird. It is gonna look weird. Oh man, he's gonna look like Karrion Cross. Yep, there you go. <laughs> just way bigger. Just way bigger. <laughs> but okay, my I'm gonna and I'm gonna say this, and I'm probably gonna get some heat. And I've been saying it. Uh, Wardlow is on the down. He's going down. He's you know down to sell the stock if you have it. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that's killing me with him right now, especially with this match, the fucking sell. Like brother, like I needed you to sell. And I'm not gonna say more. And I'm gonna again. This is where I'm gonna get some shit. I need you to sell better. You understand? I need you to sell better. That motherfucker piped Joni, piped it. And you are a 200 plus pound man fucking around with a 300 pound or two, at least 280. I'm sorry, Joe. Don't kill me. Not 300. 280. A nice 280. Slim 280. There you go. A different 280. Uh, there you go. A different 280. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's, I just, I don't know. For me, I need a, just a little more realism. I needed you to, you know, like when he like he first hit started hitting big moves, I needed you to be collapsing after every little big move you hit, bro. That knee gave the fuck out. Do this, do this. But then again, I'm very nitpicky. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, I I, I hope Wardlow can somehow revamp himself. Yeah. But then again, I mean, we're here in Lance Archer's down to be rebuilt, again. and uh, again, and I mean. Trade one monster for the other. Yeah, yeah. Wardlow's lost a lot of momentum. Yeah, a lot of momentum. And I guess um, he's a fucking star still. The guy who hasn't been on TV in a month, fucking Darby Allen, and people don't like yeah, these kids. The fucking pop for Darby. That was the loudest pop of the night. From and again, <laughs> and I was saying this on TSK from Colorado. Listen to that pop from Colorado. They weren't in L.A. They weren't in Chicago. They weren't in uh, fucking, you know, New York or Boston. Fucking goddamn. They were in fucking Colorado, bud. I had made a comment early in the show. Goddamn, they are stoned as shit. These, this crowd is not reacting. 
They fucking reacted for Darby. They did. They did the whole South Park Stan Marsh thing, and funnily enough, South Park's in Colorado. The tie-ins are beautiful. Yeah. Um. So looks like we're getting a feud with Joe and Darby. All for it, and I'm also all for Darby becoming a multiple-time TNT champion because let's go again. He's lost some momentum. Don't get me wrong. I, I really like this King of Television thing that Joe's got going on. I do. Yeah. But again, you just seen it in fucking Denver, Colorado. That Darby is over his fucking giraffe ass. And he always has been. Get him back the belt, baby. Give it back to him. This is the issue we have with AEW. There's always somebody that's riding high. And then somebody Mm. else is also riding high. And you don't want this one to end just yet. But at the same time, this guy's got momentum. Um, and this is like Joe's best run in years. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I mean, okay, so what's the hold on? What's the next AEW pay per view? Revolution in March. In March? Oh, yeah. a little too far out. Early March, I think. It's still a little too far out. I don't know if you can drag this thing out for two and a half months, three months. I mean, we've also, I don't know when Ring of Honor is launching the TV. Um, but yeah, March 5th is Revolution. Yeah, that might be a tad too far. But, 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 but then again, it is the TNT title. You know, he can lose it on television. And yeah. then, you know, Sting, and then, and then have Darby have a nice, you know, performance or, uh, you know, uh, defense come the pay per view. Um, I mean, if, this had happened a couple weeks ago. We could have built it for the, obviously the the, the revamp mm. January fourth. I love how that's happening, like right after Wrestle Kingdom too. What the same night? The same night, but same night. Well, they also got told by TNT, like or was it Warner's? Like, hey, bud, need you guys to fucking change your shit up. <laughs> Which honestly, I did not read the fine print, as they say, and um, I was like. Hey, man, what happened to them fucking changing their background and shit? And everybody's like, that's next week. I was like, ah, that's bamboozled yeah. I was. Uh, I like it, obviously. As you see, uh, a, a Max is also having a little change next week. Let's the day play. after this, actually. The day after Dynamite. Um, so what I can see is we're getting updates on Ring of Honor on uh, January 4th on Dynamite. Let's go. And also on January 11th. So for those two weeks, he's going to be updating us on ROH TV, apparently. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe at Wrestle Kingdom, too, we'll have a little something. I mean, hey, that'd be nice. You know what I mean? Let's see if that fucking, like I said, let's see if those relationships are for real. If they are, the big shows is where it happens. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much New Year's Smash. Let's get into the final few segments of the show. And this is this week's Geek of the Week. Select geek, gritty freak, scum sucking PF with a lousy physique. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Um, okay, so we're normally right after this segment, we do a fun little thing called Shit Mark Say. And a weekly segment has gone down where a man named Strawberry Candies, or we should say his uh, his um 
aliens with strawberry candies. Brother, you can only be on shit mark say so many motherfucking times before you end up in the category that is Geek of the Week. And ladies and gentlemen, here we are. And I'm not going to be changing his name. You can find him on TikTok. Yes, I'm giving you free publicity just so the people can give you shit for being dumb as a motherfucker. White Chocolate 1983. Don't forget the underscores in between them like spaces. This man, and you can find his videos, by the way. You can scroll down and you can find his videos. In one video about a little over a year ago, he had talked about how he loves Ricky Starks and how he loves, you know, the momentum and how he can be pushed and how he can this and how he can that. Well, he recently, about two days ago, dropped a video where Ricky Starks was doing the Ricky Starks promo and he decides to cut in just a bunch of laughing. Fickle. This is also the same guy who, in the middle of an argument about WWE's booking of Bray Wyatt, says, if you want shitty storytelling, he tells this to the to people in the comment section, if you want shitty storytelling, go watch AEW because it's terrible. So why is it people can't, why can't we be crit, uh, uh, with, with, uh, critical? That's the terms I'm looking for. Why can't we be critical of what we're watching? Why can't we have an opinion on what it is we are doing? Since, I mean, and I'm not saying I'm an expert, not saying they're an expert. I understand we're just giving opinions. That's exactly what TikTok does. But why is it, if it doesn't fit your narrative, it's, it's, it's not for you and you're going to bash it a bazillion percent. It's officially the AEW stepchild. The AEW, that, or the AEW is your stepchild, I should say. Because, again, and I, and I referred it to it, with the with the Ricky Starks gimmick, you can go back to his videos about a year ago. Or let me let me stop myself. Let me correct myself. Pre-punk de- departure, and he's singing their praises. Oh, storylines are great here. This da 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 there, blah 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 here. The issue with punk happens. Oh, uh, oh the huff and puff of the. VPs and who they are and what they do and why do they care and da, 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 and blah 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 and all they do is push their friends and exactly it, it, what did what did Papa H do when he took over he hired back all of his friends he hired back all the students underneath him they started having issues and he's saying there's no issues you know like I, it's you are literally willing to put on like your shoes and then you're like, I don't have my shoes on. <laughs> like you are like, I've never seen somebody so with so much contradiction of their, of themselves. It's ridiculous. It is fucking ridiculous. So, and yes, I'm going to mention you again and geek uh, for shit. Mark saying, because you're just a fucking staple at this goddamn point. <laughs> and we will not hide your name at this point. Officially white chocolate, 1983, the spaces in between is your underscores. Check him out on TikTok. He is dreadful. And make sure to tell him your boy Max Dresslin sent you. Oh, man. Um, and that, on Saturday, of course, at the Maxis, we're going to take a look at the Geek of the Year. Who's been nominated the most times? Oh, uh, shit, I don't want to know. <laughs> I, I know for certain that Wagner's up there somewhere. And oh, maybe I believe Grayson it. Waller. Oh, that mother. But there's a few that have been multiple times, so we'll find out next week. Oh, well, not next week. This weekend, who's the right. geek of the year. Um, but before we do that, um, this week's bestler of the week. 
Um, I'm going to give it to somebody who I didn't think I would be giving a wrestler of the week to at any point this year. Not because he's a bad wrestler. He's, a, he's an incredible wrestler. He's just never really been booked very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to say he's been booked really strong lately, but he's been a lot more relevant lately and had a great match um, last week. This week, eh. Yeah. Team, team, teaming with Braun is a little different, but oh. um, and I hate Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fights because they're just so fucking stupid. I hated the spot with the Nutcracker and the ballerina; it just made Imperium look stupid. But yeah. I think Ricochet's on a great wave of momentum, so mm-hmm. this week's best for the week goes to Ricochet. A man. Also, we got a um, uh, a kiss of courage on live TV. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so, speaking of the Maxis, they are coming up this Saturday night. The Maxis Awards 2022, also known as New Year's Eve. Um, it's our end of year tradition to award the best of wrestling this past year. From match of the year, pay-per-view of the year, rest of the year, breakout of the year, and match of the or the much coveted McMahon Award Wanker of the Year. Plus, find out who we are honoring this year with the inspirational Lionheart Award. Who is joining the good friends Robert D- Robert D- I almost called it Robert Diaz. Robert Davis, my man, Robert Davis, the boy man named Teddy P on that lovely pedestal that is the Lionheart Award. Can't wait. Um, but wait, there's more. Championships are also on the line as Knowledge Champion Kenny Keller and the Phoenix reignite their rivalry one more time as Phoenix looks to reclaim his gold. And the new television champion, Cypher, has his first defense against the goddamn lawyer, Chad Malcolm. Modern Day Outlaws versus Dragon Club. Gotta keep it going. Let's keep it rocking for the gold on the line. Once again, it comes your way New Year's Eve this Saturday. Go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com forward slash maxis2022 for more information. And here we go again for stupid shit people say online. This is shit, Mark say. Andale, puta madres. Tell me you did not just say that. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Sit down, Marks. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. That means motherfuckers, by the way. That means motherf- you big motherfuckers. Um... So we are. We already know about one. Has anybody else not been very UFC on TikTok this week? Um, I hate to say it right now, dude, but there's one person on TikTok that is, um, negative, and that is my man White. It's White Chocolates night at 1983. Um, TikTok has slowly become, uh, the platform to dump your opinions, and. I don't want to say be mean, but literally dump your opinions and your opinion is your opinion and you're going to walk away. You don't want to listen to criticism anymore. You don't want to listen to what other people might have to say. There's only a handful, and I do really truly mean a handful of people out there that are, um, I don't want to say worth your time, but I'm going to say it like that, worth your time. To the point where it's like there's good content creators who are taking breaks now. Because of the sheer negativity and the lack of, and I'm going to say it like this, adulting on fucking TikTok. 
Not to mention, you know, we're we're in this to try to grow. You know what I mean? This isn't a thing for me to get my opinion out and this and that. I want to engage you in a conversation with myself so that way you come here on Thursdays and you watch. You know, you want to you want to hang out for the maxis. You can't wait for promo series or promo podcast rumble or whatever shows we got going on. You know, I want people invested in that, and that's why we do the TikTok game. You know, it's a it's a step one to get y'all here to step two, and with the negativity. It's hard to get past step one. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's become one of those things where, like I said earlier, we as fans, we as people on TikTok, we need to be better. Be interactive. Don't be a dickhead. Be interactive. Put on a t-shirt. Don't be a dickhead. I need to beg that a t-shirt. Um, all right. First up on Twitter, we have Coke All Day. This name has not been changed. No, it did, no, um, did not. Because Jesus. It's, it's the only explanation I could think of. I was just going to say the same shit. You um, have to be on coke for this dumbass crap. So this dude says, if Sasha Banks was so great and so generational, then why did she leave the big leagues, WWE, for the minor leagues, AEW? You never seen Michael Jordan leave the N- NBA for the G League. So, um, first of all, Nobody said anything about her signing with AEW. She's gone to Japan. Uh, Second of all, yes, it's a different sport, but Michael Jordan left the NBA to play minor league baseball. Mm -hmm. And finally, um, why did she leave the big leagues, WWE, for the minor leagues, AEW? Your Twitter, your fucking Twitter handle is AEW all day. (laughs) Are you that coked up? You forgot what yeah. you like? That's like bug sugar gets you, boy. The bug sugar gets you. Let me go. Okay, I love the facts you dropped. That was. I'm gonna applaud you. It's fantastical, fantastical. He did go play minor league baseball. Double A, double A, motherfuckers. Not even triple A, double A. Okay. <laughs> Let's also keep it funky. There was no G League when 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 uh, Michael Jordan was playing, but he did leave the Bulls to go play for the Bobcats, a team where he fucking eventually turned around and owned it. He turned around, you know, he went and played for his hometown fucking team. Or no, excuse me, he played for the Wizards, not even the Bobcats, the Wizards player back when they were the worst team in the NBA. So it's like, come on, dude. Just like, all my fuckers make no fucking sense. Like, and then again, with your handle being AEW all day, again, my man pointed out, she's not going to AEW, she's going to Japan. And and why are we still calling AEW the minor leagues? There's five motherfuckers on that roster right now. Five motherfuckers on that roster that they would that if if the E signed them, the fucking IWC would shit, piss, and nut in their draws all at the same time. All at the same time. Can so we, again, it, it ain't the fucking minor leagues. Can we also point out that AEW have continuously drawn the biggest pay-per-view buys outside of WWE? I saw it. Excuse me. I said it again. That's right. The biggest numbers. They revamped fucking pay-per-views. They revamped them. Hello. Not not only is the Twitter handle AEW all day, but the fucking picture is Tony Khan hugging Claudio. I was just gonna say. Why oh. why are you bashing AEW with? He got bad coke. 
You know Coco. what? Not this week. Not not getting the bin this week. Flush it down the toilet. Take your ass with it. <laughs> Quick, flush it, flush it, flush it again. God um, damn. Next up, we have black and white lion douche, based solely on his picture. Um, oh, yeah, the fuck. Sean Sapp, who I'm not a big fan of, but. Gave a quick little Brody Lee story. Um, contacted Brody about uh, an unsafe spot where Brody defended another talent. I think we know who that was. Um, Sean says they had a phone call. Here's how it went. Brody, hey, man, before I go, big scoop for you. Oh, click. <laughs> funny, funny. Um, and for whatever reason, black and white lion douche says he may have been a nice guy, but he's not a legend in the wrestling business, and that narrative needs to stop. No, 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 no. You need to stop. Um, He may have been a nice guy. That doesn't even cut Brody Lee. Brody was absolutely beloved by every single locker room he was in. Mm-hmm. He's not, he wasn't just a nice guy. He was beloved. Um, and he may not have been a multiple-time world champion or shoved down our throats at WrestleMania every year, but he touched so many lives that his death still affects the likes of Bray Wyatt and Big E. Wow. Like, I don't, I don't think Bray's ever getting over it. I do. Let me give you guys another fuck fantastic few examples of guys that have were taken from us too soon eddie guerrero chris benoit and yeah i don't give a fuck but i mean yeah i'm with you we, we can do the head let's see who else goes bruiser brody owen you know what I mean? owen hart you know what i mean there's there's a there's a lot of cats that we're not the world title, world champion, seventeen time. That but 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 not everybody's a Ric Flair, a fucking uh, a Stone Cold, a Rock, a John Cena. Uh, uh, but there are people out there who made a fucking impact. There was there was a literal fan base, a literal fan base of Brody lovers when he was going from dumb tag team to dumb tag team with Harper. It was just him. It was wherever Harper went. There was fucking there was Brody Lee or uh what the uh what was it what was his name Harper and Rowan Rowan Luke, Luke Harper yeah they go Luke Harper they go Harper and Rowan my bad but anyway you know he he again we talk about the impact that he left on Big E especially the one he left on Bray you're talking about a guy who went he went dark I don't mean it like a negative sense I mean it like. There was no communication. There was no real Twitter nonsense. He was putting out those videos, but how long did it take for those videos to come out? How long did it take? How much time did he take off when this whole thing happened? Look at the locker room of AEW. You know, the fucking minor leagues, according to the Penejo before us, you know. But, again, look at how it affected all of those guys, and he was only there for so long. He was a, He was a real dude. Let's keep that 100. He was a real dude. And because of that, he was exactly how you said it, beloved. So he doesn't have to be the greatest world champion to ever world champion a world champion. He can just be beloved. And because of that, in our eyes, he's a legend. 
and I won't stop that narrative. And if you want me to get that narrative going out my head, you can come wrestle me for it. Come on down. And you as what, we get see, your ass in the toilet too. Yeah, get in the toilet and get in the fucking bin, lion guy. Fucking bin. Uh, they are marks. That's the shit they say. Yeah. Damn, that's some shit. Um, well, thank you for spending your final Thursday of 2022 with us. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. SMR Podcast Network. You should be listening. All right, to make it mad, simple, retro, rewind, to keep it easy, to keep it light. I didn't record shit. I'm going to keep fucking with you. So we're still on the same date. <laughs> we're still on the same date. Um, I want to say it was December the 23rd. 1996 um that show will drop monday um that's what's going to put us back on track so what after that then we're going to go to the i want to say the 30th is the next one if not i believe it's world war three we're going to go pay-per-view style got to double check and get back to y'all on that one but if you're watching on tiktok you'll see it you'll see the um i guess my plugs if you will so make sure you're hitting that up and uh yeah we'll go from there but other than that um Bolt Rant will be making a comeback. Um, as of right now, the Chargers have clinched a playoff spot. So we'll see how far they go in there. But you know your boy's going to cover the draft. So lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of draft tra- uh, coverage coming. Um, I'm going to stick with like mid-January. Not anytime soon. So give me three, four weeks about that time. Let me get some stuff going down. And then we'll get it rocking and uh, be back on all your platform listening devices. All right. That's right, but here we go. Here are the socials again. You can find us on the evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain Five One Two, and at SMR Podnet. Again, please check out the website MaxWrestlingNet.Willie.com, and do not forget to hit the sub and the follow button on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, especially on YouTube. Again, the goal to four hundred is ridiculous. We're trying to get there, and we need your help to do so. So make sure not only are you subbing, not only are you following, but you're sharing. Make it happen. Uh, and we did pretty good on YouTube last week too. Uh, I think second highest YouTube of the year. Um, Can't get it without you all. Can't get it without y'all. Back in the triple digits. Keep it going. Um, and with that said, join us this Saturday for the 2022 Maxis Awards. Mm-hmm. It's our final piece of content for 2022. Do not miss the best of the year, and of course, two title matches as Kenny Killer defends the Knowledge title against the Phoenix, Cypher defends the TV title against Chad Malcolm, and a fresh new look coming your way January 5th, our first episode of 2023, marking one year of Vidya. Vidya! One year since we've been doing this. Love it. Um, by this, I mean Vidya. Obviously, we've been doing this shit for fucking eight years. I'm about to say it for ages, boy. <laughs> Um, to close us out, here is your exclusive first look at the new afterglow atmosphere of Max Wrestling coming next week. See you at the Maxis. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. And good night. See you there Saturday, 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 Saturday. And a happy new year. New year.